What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The following is a presentation of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. The mind of Pat Papalizio is a wondrous thing. And for you pack wrestling fans, you'll get to go inside the mind of the skip each and every episode here on the Pack Mentality Poppins Podcast. Now, here's your host, NC State Director of Athletics Digital Communications, Ryan Reinhardt. Welcome, Wolfpack fans, to the second edition of Pack Mentality Poppins Podcast. We're an original podcast here covering the NC State wrestling team. I'm your host, Brian Reinhardt. I'm the communications director for the wrestling team at NC State. And as always, joined by the head coach of the Wolfpack, Pat Pavelizio. Brian, good to have you again. Pat, great you came back for a second one. I'm glad the first one wasn't too bad. Second one's going to be a little different this week. Um, most podcasts claim that they don't need guests. We need guests. So we went we out. We got a good one. We got a good one today. We might have found somebody who's been in Raleigh for all of three weeks, but we got him on the podcast. We're going to introduce him a little later, but we're going to have him say hi now. It'll be kind of a mystery guest. So I'm not supposed to say my name right now? Don't say your name. <laughs> okay. talk to the Wolfpack yeah. Nation. This is your first time they're hearing you. Well, first, uh, Brian, Pat, thanks for having me. It's exciting to be here in Raleigh. Um, that's all I have to say, I guess. He's a man Surprise. of few, He's a man of few words. We will get more. Put out a mic of him. in front of him. He gets he gets tight lipped. <laughs> we will bring you that guest in a little while, but we're going to go back. Uh, we start. We had the first podcast a couple weeks ago. Talked all about practice. This new venture for us got underway. Pat, what kind of feedback did you get? Seems like a lot of people are really excited about what we're doing here. Yeah, it's been uh, very positive. I think it's important that we continue to grow and brand and get the word out there on all the great things that are happening inside this program and obviously like the direction that this podcast is going. So we got to continue to build on it. So for those of you who are new to our podcast, uh, we encourage you, go subscribe. You can t- find it under Pack Mentality on all the different platforms. Uh, we are also posting these on gopack.com. But we would love to hear some feedback. Leave, leave us a review, subscribe, follow us on Twitter. We love interaction on Twitter, at Pack Wrestle. Uh, Pat is very popular on Twitter, so he loves interacting with fans. That's the, the guys always tweeting at me. They're keeping me on my toes, actually. 
But in this venture, we are also working with Jason Bryan. Uh, Jason has covered college and Olympic wrestling for over 20 years, and he's a very familiar face of the NCAAs as he serves as the PA announcer. Um, he has helped us with his Matt Talk online, where we are a proud member of. He helps us edit and post and all that. Uh, he's very big on the national scene with the Grow Wrestling, which is an initiative that a lot of people are going for now. And just a member of the media, Pat, you've known Jason for a while. How has Jason helped wrestling in particular and just helped us out here? Yeah, I mean, obviously you said it best. He's the voice of the NCA right now. Uh, him and Brian Hazard, they do a great job together. But, you know, the knowledge that he has for the sport of wrestling, I don't know if there's too many people that compare to him. We call him the encyclopedia for wrestling. You got a question, hit Jason Bryan because you know you're going to get the answer. Now we're going to get into this week's episode. A couple of news and notes we're going to get before we get to that excited guest as he's still waiting to introduce himself properly next time. But uh, NC State Wrestling, we're going to have a very busy weekend, November 4th and 5th. We're just a little way away from that. We touched on it in our last episode, but want to remind fans about this opportunity to come out and see the NC State Wrestling team in action. Uh, before the NC State Clemson football game on November 4th, we'll be holding a practice over in the Close King Indoor Practice Facility, which is located right across from Carter-Finley Stadium. If you're coming to the game, we encourage you to come over, watch us practice for a little bit, interact with both fans, or excuse me, interact with both the coaches and the wrestlers. And Pat, you set this up, so how excited are you, and how much do you want to see some a lot of Pac Wrestle fans over there? Yeah, really looking forward to this uh, event. I think it's going to be something unique. Like I said, I think we, the opportunity to, to draw some more people to our uh, program, I think, is the, the most important part. Obviously, we get to attack a couple weight classes that we want to figure out who's going to be the guy. So chance to win some prizes out there, be entertaining, meet the guys on the team. And then I know we're going to have a bunch of alumni that will be back for uh, both the football game and, and obviously to watch this event. So it's going to be a win-win on, on everybody's part. Most importantly, our guy's going to get a – a day to compete and uh, demonstrate some some high-level wrestling. Should be an exciting day. Again, Saturday, November 4th at the Close King Indoor Practice Facility. Wrestling will be over there. Uh, I think we're going to try to do it about three hours before kickoff so fans have plenty of time to get over there, enjoy, and then get to Carter-Friendly Stadium. Yeah, easy, simple. You know, come in, watch some wrestling, get some food, and then uh, walk over and watch some football. So it's going to be a great game. Obviously, what football has been able to do this year, I think, makes things even more exciting. And, uh, you know, we have the also, I think, at one of the timeouts, we're going to get honored as a team. So uh, appreciate what the department's doing with that to recognize all the guys' hard work and uh, what they've accomplished on the mat and in the classroom. You're exactly right. Your favorite NC State wrestlers will be on the field have a nice little presentation during a timeout, and just to be recognized for all the achievements that this program has had over the last few years. I also want to touch on two more activities that weekend. Um, Sunday, November 5th, uh, we just learned that seniors Kevin Jack and Pete Renda will both be traveling to Princeton, New Jersey, and wrestling in the annual NWCA All-Star Classic. Um, NC State has had much success up there. This is the fourth straight year that, Pat, you guys have had a guy invited up there. So what does this speak about the program that NC State has been invited to compete in? What kind of event is it to wrestle in? Yeah, that event's always an honor to be a part of. The NWCA does a great job for uh, college wrestling, high school, all levels of wrestling, promoting. Uh, so to be a part of that, obviously, it's something that uh, it's it's an honor, and, and our guys are going to take a lot of pride in that. Um 
wrestling itself, the level you get to compete against is going to be some of the highest level wrestling uh, ranked wrestlers that we get to see this year. Um, I think it's going to obviously start our season off in the right direction, um, and that's what we want. We want to wrestle the best competition. So this event being up in uh, Princeton is going to be first class with a lot of great wrestling and then obviously most importantly promoting our sport to you know guys and, and attracting more more fans. And you mentioned some great matchups, both Kevin and Pete. I mean, Kevin starting off number two at 141. Pete starting off at number three at 184. They're going to face guys right after them. So those guys are going to be hungry. Um, Kevin's going to be facing Wyoming's Bryce Meredith, who's number three at 141. And that's a rivalry. That goes back to your mat room. And they've met each time in the last two NCAA championships. Kevin got the pin in the third place match. So that will be one. And Pete's going to be facing Northern Iowa's Drew Foster. He's a returning All-American, and he's ranked number fourth at 184. So how will facing this tough competition help both Kevin and Pete for the upcoming year? Uh, You know, right now where those guys are at, both Kevin and Pete, you know, they need to see the best guys in the country and uh, as often as they can to help elevate their their level. Um, And that's something, you know, Pete was able to do this offseason wrestling freestyles, international, higher-level guys. I think he, he's grown tremendously from those experiences. Kevin, you know, if you look back last year, you know, he needed to be challenged more. I think a lot of his challenges came at the NCAA tournament. So this year we're going to face it head-on and no better opportunity than see Bryce first match of the year um, because they have, you know, they've wrestled a few times. Or their, their matches have been very entertaining. So we're looking forward to that and, and seeing some great wrestling. And both guys are, you know, obviously first-class people and, and great wrestlers. So it's going to be a very entertaining match. And um, looking forward to, to those guys getting out there on that weekend and, and letting it fly and seeing the improvements they made. And, you know, obviously we'll continue to grow and get better as the season goes on. So those two guys will be in action that weekend. But that same weekend, a bunch of your RTC guys will also be in action. So you want to talk about who's going where? Yeah, I think that's another important weekend you know, for our program. Obviously, they're not on our roster, but they are guys here that are training day-to-day. So our RTC with Titan Mercury's teamed up, and uh, they're going to be heading out to the Dave Schultz Invitational uh, International Tournament in uh, Colorado Springs. So... We'll have all our RTC guys out there wrestling, minus Nick Wisdowski, who was just recently out at Colorado Springs. So he's on a little different training schedule and a little different competition schedule. But this is a... uh this is a big event because this event will qualify the, the, the highest place finisher for U.S. guys will obviously qualify them for the trial. So, you know, we need to be ready for this, and our guys have been training hard, and it's it's definitely a tournament that they need to, to have good results at. So that's kind of the news and notes. You know, we just want to catch everybody up what's what's happening this past week. We're going to be turning to that special guest. Um, we had to go all the way across the hall to get this guy out of his office. So we are really excited. And Pat... I'll let you do the introduction. So no better way than to uh, bring down uh, another New York uh, coach, athlete, back in the day. But uh, ties run deep to the family of uh, myself, NC State, Binghamton. Uh, Donnie Vinson from Marathon, New York, is here today, officially on staff, and been working hard since he's arrived and looking forward to some big things out of him with producing more national champs and All-Americans. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Pat. <laughs> um, no, I, like like you said, I've, I've been down here for about three weeks, but I think I'm actually only in the room for about four days, and those have been four brutal days for me. Uh, you got me working hard, but it's all it's all exciting, and I, I'm glad that I got to jump right in. 
Yeah, I, I, I'd like you to kind of just give your thoughts on your very first day in a room, because I think that's important for the people to know, you know, what went on and uh, exactly what was going through your mind that, that first uh, practice, Donnie. Well, I uh, funny you bring that up, Pep, because it's kind of embarrassing. But uh, I wanted to go ahead and take on one of the, the toughest guys in the room. I, I punched the bull in the face. It's not exactly how it went down. We uh, Pat decided that he was going to do his longest go of the season to see what I was made out of. And I lasted about six minutes, which, you know, everyone knows in a high school match, that's okay. But uh, by about n- nine and a half minutes into our 10-minute go, I was on my hands and knees throwing up outside. It's a, a nice awakening. It was, it was it was a good initiation for you uh, with the guys, and they, they've gained much respect for you watching you outside yeah. for uh, yeah. for the 15 minutes you were out there. So it was good, good first day for Donnie. And like Pat said, Donnie was an All American at Whitney Port High School in Marathon, New York, a top 100 recruit. Uh, Pat, you recruited into Binghamton. What made you have Donnie as a recruiting priority back in your time up there? Yeah, obviously when when I was at Binghamton, he was a kid that was right in our local backyard and uh, his relationship with our assistant coach at the time, who's now at Wyoming Sim, Scott Green, um, he had was running a club up there. So I obviously had a chance to watch Donnie train. You know, did we know he was talented and could win? Yeah, absolutely. But I think more importantly, it's kind of the same stuff that we're trying to do here is bring in the guys with the right mentality that can embrace the training that we like to do and and the certain lifestyle we expect and demand outside the room and on top of that you know he's driven academically so it was a win in all aspects for our program and and since day one that he stepped foot on campus when we were coaching him i mean he he delivered in all aspects so we we were very pleased and happy that he uh he ended up staying at home. He had the opportunity to go basically anywhere he wanted in the country and uh you know he followed uh us here at uh at NC State, but started at Binghamton, so we're excited to have him down here now. So, Donnie, kind of going to back your high school days, uh, during that recruiting process, what made Pat a good fit for you, and why did you decide to kind of stay home close? Um, you know what, Pat Pat probably wasn't the, the main reason. I'd have to say that uh, my family had, had a lot to do with it. Pat Pat is out, obviously now part of my family, and, uh, you know, both my sisters went, went to school there. It was an easy decision. Knowing, wish pets. I'd have known that then. Right, that I, tortured I me in the process. I was actually just trying to come up with a joke uh, about why, but obviously I'm not. I'm not clicking right now. So <laughs> once you meet me in person, I'm obviously much more funny. Um, but these are bright lights underneath. Yeah, this podcast. yeah. I think the the stress of the the microphone is getting them. <laughs> it, it's bad. It's bad. No, no. I just like uh, I like what Pat was offering. I liked uh, his his strict everything about it i think i needed that structure going into my my college career um that that and being only half hour down the road and heading up every weekend to go split wood for my dad um between those two guys i I wasn't go i was gonna step out of line too much so it was the right fit for me and obviously everything worked out and pat at being a 10 you know donnie enjoyed great success uh two-time conference wrestler of the year uh 2012 all-american third place at 149 and donnie i'll throw this one back to you actually you won seven straight that tournament uh talk about some pressure yeah not the way that i would have wanted to do it you know hopefully i was hoping for what is it just five but i'll take the seven it's a nice story um but yeah i came all the way back from third or four third place after i lost my my initial match and kind of just left it all out there which is what you have to do to at that tournament You, you can't really worry about anything else and make a deal with yourself and Go out and scrap. 
And Pat, you know, anytime you get an All-American, it elevates your program. So talk about that one year that Donnie got the All-American honors and how it kind of launched your success up there. No doubt about it. I, I mean, anytime you get guys that can achieve great things at a program, it's going to elevate it. So, you know, that was exactly that. Um, you know, he did everything he needed to do in his part. It was a very tough first day at the national tournament, looking back at that year, and it was a defining moment, I think, if you look at his career. And I think that's what's going to make him a great coach, is going through those hurdles. And, you know, if he's ever got to motivate a kid to come back and do something great at the national tournament, he can talk from his own personal experiences. So that that's value now more than it was maybe back then. Um, but, yeah, that year was a special year at Binghamton. You know, we... Uh, as a team, finished 14th in the country. It was Nick Wazdowski's true freshman year. They were teammates together. They're teammates again now down here. Um, so that that history and tradition runs deep with us, and we take a lot of pride in that. And uh, we want to continue to build on that. We got obviously goals we want to accomplish higher and bigger and better things than than the past. So uh, these guys' experiences are going to be very valuable to the future this year. That's why we brought Donnie on board is because he knows what it takes to win national titles as a coach. And uh, obviously as a competitor, he's had a lot of success. And Donnie, Pat talked about that success you had up there, but just talk about your career path after your wrestling career up at Binghamton. Yeah. So I actually had an extra year of eligibility after I finished my undergrad. So I I finished up uh, my master's while I was at Binghamton. Uh, coached there for a year, hopped over to Ithaca, New York, and coached at Cornell for the past three years under Rob Cole. He's been very kind to me. Um, then, you know, Pat, Pat gave me a call about a month ago and uh, asked if I'd be interested in coming down for an interview. I told him that he was crazy because I've never lived a half hour away, so that that was awkward. Um, but no, he, he suckered me down here, and I fell in love with everything within like 30 minutes, and I was just completely blown away by the, the support and just everything that was offered here at NC State, and uh, it was a no-brainer for me. I was going to say, you really glanced over that pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. But you <laughs> have never lived outside of New York, so I know you... He definitely, you rushed that one. got to go back, <laughs> rewind, that one rewind. Really quick, so... Just what do you like about North Carolina? I know, I know, I know you've been on the road recruiting. I think I've only seen you in the office twice. Yes. So you really haven't adapted yet. But what drew you to come down to NC State? So I'm actually from a really, really small town, uh, right around a thousand people, 55 kids in, in my high school class. So coming to a city where there's this much excitement is, uh, is really, really different exciting for me. Uh, there's always something to do after, after my, my brutal first day of, uh, practice, Pat, Pat treated me to the a football game the following night, which NC state beat a pretty competitive Louisville. And then the following night after that, there was a concert and, uh, you know, that's just the, the average weekend. And we, with opportunities like that and just that kind of lifestyle and enjoying, jo- enjoying my youth, I guess, while I still have it is, uh, something that I'm looking forward to doing down here. And that's, uh, that's probably the main difference that and the, the beautiful weather, a little too hot for me, uh, the last week, but I- I'm making it work. It's, uh, it's really nice today about 75 and sunny. I know you're trying to adapt down here, but you've been on the road recruiting a lot. Yes. How is it for you now to be out there with NC State colors on and everything, just interacting? How how much fun has it been so far? It's been a real blast. I think that I've been kind of chomping at the bit for the past three years of actually getting out on the road and talking to kids. Um, Once I, well, since since I have been, I realized that uh, 
it, it is as hard as it sounds and uh, you're, you're always going to mess up, but hopefully it's just in a positive way and just expect that. Um, I think right now the kids are enjoying my personality. And like I said, I, I don't, I don't really mind it at all. I'm, I'm getting to see the country and talking to a lot of great athletes. And Pat, you kind of talked about Donnie's role and everything, but how do you see it progressing this year for him? Uh, it's going to be good. You know, he brings a lot of great ideas and uh, something a little different and unique. And I think that's important as time goes on within a program. You know, you always want to be evolving and, and adding new ideas and implementing a new plan every now and then. Uh, not reinventing the wheel, but obviously you want to tweak and fine-tune your system. And so he brings an outside look right now from a program, and it obviously reassures a lot. But at the same time, we can implement some new ideas. So I'm looking forward to putting all this to work and uh, obviously keep growing the program. I kind of want to know from an outsider, we haven't, you know, it's basically questions and answers, but we got to hear some stories. Is there a good, what what story from either? Well, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Who's going to be the first one, first shot fired of just a good story that no one knows about Oof. to put everybody on the spot here. (laughs) Hmm. Go ahead, man. Why are you putting me on the spot? There's only some things I, I, I'm allowed to mention. But. Well, I, you know, the, the the running, these guys are jokesters. A lot like what we got now. But the one thing I do recall and remember is I, uh, we used to all share the same locker room. And uh, him and Nate Scheidel, I remember one time, our other assistant coach, Dennis Papadatos, it was like an 84 and 49-pounder. And Dennis, maybe back in the day, was like a 49, 57-pounder. I'd like to say I'm still an 84-pounder. Uh, I... I was still in the wrestling room. I come up, and these guys are wearing both our clothes. Like, they stole our clothes when we were walking out like they were going. My street clothes was actually on Nate's body, and I think you stole Dennis's. Yeah, for some reason. And you had a, the hat. Dennis had hat? a fedora. Had fedora hat. <laughs> so we he all had that uh, one the, the armband. Uh, I don't know what they call them either, but, you know, it was it was pretty pretty funny little little inside I, I actually have a picture somewhere i'm gonna one of these days i'm gonna post it on twitter they don't know i have the picture but i'm gonna find it i'm that's gonna good, that's good yeah uh let's not to, let's not forget the the april fool's joke of of 2009 but that that's a different story that's for another a, time we're not, gonna, we're not gonna share that <laughs> one quite yet but um there's probably a lot of good stories we're gonna have to think back some and the ones that we can actually talk about so now donnie you're here practice is going full swing how excited are you to be more in the Raleigh area and more working with our current guys? Very excited. Um, when I stepped into the room, it, it did remind me of uh, the Binghamton College room. And uh, the, the, those group of guys, they're, they're still my best friends today. So I'm excited to continue to blossom with these new relationships. Um, I think I'm doing okay with the new guys. They're thinking I'm a little weird at this point, which is totally expected. Um, but I, I'll start to rub off on a, a few of them here soon. And our last thing we do, well, I won't say the last thing. I mean, you're our first guest. Well, we're hoping to get another guest at some point. We'll see how this one goes and what kind of feedback we get. But, Donnie, we asked seven quick questions. First thing that starts your time. head. Um, I get a timer out, too, make it a little more pressure on oh, them. Oh, jeez. Stress time. them out. You know, you're going to be in stressful situations. This will be the first Here, one. Here, give them the spinner real quick. Yeah. You'll need the <laughs> spinner in his hand. Favorite cardio machine? Stair stuffer. Ah, like I'm even yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> See, that was the, that was probably the quickest answer. Credibility today. went up good here. 
Rumor has it our stepper machines always taken during practice, but maybe you could yeah use it in a few minutes. Yeah, I actually got to sneak in there last week on Monday, and uh, for some reason everyone was taking pictures of me. Little did I know that was a regular routine for Pat. So junior, I just filmed oh, it. Junior, there right? we go. Well, you got to learn the hard way sometimes. <laughs> you know, you got to get it. Uh, your favorite class that you took in college? Oof, medieval studies. Uh, what was that about? That was actually a uh, an English class. Believe it or not. But uh, yeah, we, we would re- read uh, medieval literature and go ahead and discuss it. I think that's about uh, that. That's all I need to say. <laughs> I know it. I know you haven't been down here this long, but you have a go-to restaurant in Raleigh yet. You know what? I actually just tried a new Thai place out. Um, we, we might not have to name names. We're yeah, still looking not, for I'm, sponsors. That's my bad. That's, I'm but a big that's fan okay. of Thai food, and I, I was very pleased with the uh, the results. If you're a Thai restaurant and want to have some sponsorships, please hit go. us up on Twitter. Uh, you more of a beach or mountain person? Mountain. I can name that for him. Have you been to the beach before? Yes, I go Outside of New York. Yes. 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 Um, working with the guys, who's the one NC State wrestler that can make you crack up? <sighs> Tevin Jack's pretty funny. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I like his, uh, I like his sly humor. Now you're married. Your wife will be moving down here in about a week or so. What's a favorite date night for you guys? Every night. <laughs> That's going to give me some brownie points. <laughs> What's your favorite place uh, wrestling has allowed you to travel to? Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's actually probably not true. Um, no, North Carolina. This is a happening town, and I've always wanted to move down south, and this is the place to be. So I'm really, really excited about this uh this new place and it's, it's not your average wrestling town it's not a it's not a fargo it's not a tulsa and no, no offense to those cities or anything like that but raleigh's a good time well pat i think uh that almost wraps up our first guest i thought it went pretty well today yeah well uh, we just got to dim the lights next time for donnie and i think we'll be in a good spot so well there's also a little bit of pressure we had a live audience here today we won't name names yep sitting in the back taking pictures snapchatting first time we have done this in front of a live audience uh but that's that's all for today's pack mentality poppins podcast we want to thank you for listening again please go subscribe to our channels give us feedback on twitter at pack wrestle we want to do a q a one time sometime soon and hopefully we'll see you guys next time for me brian reinhardt and pat thanks for having us again thank you donnie once again thanks for being a guest hopefully you feel comfortable and you'll come back we'll get you for another episode yeah just tap on my door (laughs) thanks wolfpack fans until next time the pack and telly poppins podcast is produced by the matt talk podcast network for more wrestling podcasts, go to mattalkonline.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.